0: Chapter Twenty Five of The Well at the World's End Book Two This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Well at the World's End Book Two By William Morris. Chapter Twenty Five The Fellowship Comes to Whiteness. Two days thereafter, the chapmen having done with their matters in Cheeping knowe, whereas they must needs keep some of their wares for other places, and especially for Goldberg, they dight them to be gone, and rode out a gates of a mid morning with banners displayed. It was some fifty miles thence to Whiteness, which lay close underneath the mountains, and was, as it were, the door of the passes whereby men rode to Goldberg. THE LAND WHICH THEY PASSED THROUGH WAS FAIR, BOTH OF TILLAGE AND PASTURE, WITH MUCH CATTLE THEREIN. EVERYWHERE THEY SAW MEN AND WOMEN WORKING A FIELD, BUT NO HOUSES OF WORTHY YEOMEN OR VAVASAURS, OR COTS OF GOOD HUSBANDMEN. HERE AND THERE WAS A CASTLE OR STRONG HOUSE, AND HERE AND THERE LONG ROWS OF UGLY HOVELS, or whilst HOUSES BIG, TALL, AND LONG but exceeding foul and ill-favoured, such as Ralph had not yet seen the like of. And when he asked of Clement concerning all this, he said, It is as I have told thee, that here be no freemen who work afield, nay, nor villains either. All those whom ye have seen working, have been bought and sold like to those whom we saw standing on the stone in the market of Cheaping no, or else were born of such cattle. And each one of them can be bought and sold again, and they work not save under the whip. And as for those hovels and the long and foul houses, they are the stables wherein this kind of cattle is harboured, then ralph's heart sank and he said master clement i prithee tell me were it possible that the damsel whom i seek may be come to such a pass as one of these nay quoth clement that is little like to be such goodly wares are kept for the adornment of the great men's houses True it is that, whiles the house-thralls be sent into the fields for their punishment. Yet not such as she, unless the master be wholly wearied of them, or if their wrath outrun their wits. For it is more to the master's profit to chastise them at home. So keep a good heart, I bid thee, and maybe we shall have tidings at whiteness. So Ralph refrained his anxious heart, though forsooth his thought was much upon the damsel and of how she was faring it was not till the third day at sunset that they came to whiteness for on the last day of their riding they came amongst the confused hills that lay before the great mountains which were now often hidden from their sight but whenever they appeared through the openings of the near hills they seemed very great and terrible, dark and bare and stony, and Clement said that they were little better than they looked from afar. As to whiteness, they saw it a long way off, as it lay on a long ridge at the end of a valley. And so long was the ridge, that behind it was nothing green, nought but the huge and bare mountains." THE WESTERING SUN FELL UPON ITS WALLS AND ITS HOUSES, SO THAT IT LOOKED WHITE INDEED AGAINST THOSE GREAT CLIFFS AND CRAGS. THOUGH, SAID CLEMENT, THAT THESE WERE YET A GOOD WAY OFF. NOW WHEN AFTER A LONG RIDE FROM THE HITHER END OF THE VALLEY THEY DREW NIGH TO THE TOWN, RALPH SAW THAT THE WALLS AND TOWERS WERE NOT VERY HIGH OR STRONG. FOR SO STEEP WAS THE HILL WHEREON THE TOWN STOOD. THAT IT NEEDED NOT. HERE ALSO WAS NO GREAT CASTLE WITHIN THE TOWN, AS AT cheeping No, AND THE TOWN ITSELF NOTHING SO BIG, BUT LONG AND STRAGGLING ALONG THE TOP OF THE RIDGE. cheeping No WAS ALL BUILDED OF STONE, BUT THE HOUSES HERE WERE OF TIMBER FOR THE MOST PART, DONE OVER WITH PARGETING AND WHITENED WELL. Yet was the town more cheerful of aspect than Cheaping No, and the folk who came thronging about the chapman at the gates not so woe-begone and goodly enough. Of the Lord of Whiteness, Clement told that he paid tribute to him of Cheaping No rather for love of peace than for fear of him, for he was no ill lord, and free men lived well under him. So the chapman lodged in the market place and in two days' time Ralph got speech of the deacon of the chapman of the town, who told him two matters. First, that the Lord of Utterbowl had not been in whiteness these six months, and next, that the wild man had verily brought the damsel into the market, but he had turned away thence suddenly with her, without bringing her to the stone, and that it was most like that he would have the Lord of Utterbowl by her, who since he would be deeming that he might easily bend her to his will would give him the better penny for her at the last quoth the deacon the wild man led her away toward the mountain pass that goeth to goldberg the damsel and he alone and she with her hands unbound and riding a little horse of these tidings Ralph deemed it good that all traces of her were not lost. But his heart misgave him when he thought that by this time she must surely be in the hands of the Lord of Utterbol. End of Chapter 25